For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast presented by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. Um, All this week, we'll be talking to Molly Dawkins. Molly, hello. Hey, John. Um, Thanks for making time to come on the show this week. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, Molly is the Assistant Youth Director at Pear Orchard Presbyterian Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Um, If any of you listened to the episode with Dr. John Kwasney, you know that that's where he is employed, and that's also where I was employed before I came on staff with RYM. Um, Molly, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how long you've been at Pear Orchard, all that good stuff. Yeah, um, I'm Molly Dawkins, soon to be Molly Barnes. I'm getting married in a few months. (laughs) Congrats Um, again. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Yes, actually, John is officiating our wedding, or at least something, (laughs) with Brian Sorgan Fry. Um, And I grew up uh, here in Jackson, Mississippi. I graduated from Ole Miss, and I've been at Pure Orchard for almost four years now. Wow, that's hard to believe. Um, It went by fast. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, and I guess a later episode, we're going to have Brian Sorgenfrau on there. Um, So as you gave him a shout out, uh, he was the campus minister of Mississippi State University, and we'll be moving on to your alma mater, Ole Miss. Um, Or he already is, right? He's already there? Yeah, he's there. All right. Um, So we're going to get into the five basic questions this week. For um, those of you who have listened to the show, you know that we ask five basic questions of all youth workers. Um, So Molly, you think you're ready for the first one? I think I'm ready. All right. Um, all right, so first question for today. Uh, what's the best thing you've done in youth ministry? Uh, this could be an event that you've planned. This could be a Bible study that you've done or some kind of idea that you think has been beneficial. Uh, what do you have for us? Um, the best thing that I have done is a Thursday morning prayer breakfast that I do with a group of girls. Uh, started this uh, maybe two years ago. And it started as four girls that would come pretty consistently. Um, But then there are two girls in particular that would be there every week. And uh, just seeing them every single week consistently like that, I've seen a lot of growth and just a lot of good that has come from investing that time in these students. I had one girl from my study on Thursday mornings that she ended up telling me about a certain sin that she was struggling with. Um, And because of just the consistency of every week being with her and the trust um, that we had in our relationship, we were able to talk through that. um, And I was able to walk with her through it. Um, And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was seeing her once a week and she got to where she trusted me. 
Um, and, uh, we're still able to just have a lot of hard conversations if we need to, just because we do have, um, a stronger relationship. Yeah, that's, that's really good. And you're, you're saying a lot of things and it's, uh, I mean, there's so many things I want to hit on from just that, that reply. I mean, one, one thing is the importance of kind of small group settings, there are going to be large group settings in Sunday school or Wednesday nights, however various youth ministries um, structure that. But but the importance of small groups, and I know sometimes it can even be just one person, one-on-ones. I know some churches are kind of shying away from that a little bit um, for various reasons, uh, liability reasons. Some churches aren't allowed to do that anymore. But I think as, as you're saying, you know, I mean, it— it is necessary in many contexts. And as you, you talk about this one particular student who opened up to you, you know, that's obviously not going to happen uh, in a large group setting. Um, right. So you can just have that time um, where it's, yeah, it's a little more intimate and, but still in a public setting with a student um, and they're able to confide in you. Um, but then also just the, the consistency um, to doing it, you know, week in and week out. Um, and I can't remember if I said this specifically at the beginning, but Molly and I used to work together and I was Molly's boss, um, for, <laughs> for a time. And so I know we've had these conversations and we've had them with, you know, the other youth staff uh, that have been on, on with us. It's sometimes it can just seem kind of monotonous, you know, just doing it week after week. Um, but, but after a while, <laughs> the consistency of it and doing it week after week, the, the students just become more connected to you and more willing to open up and confide in you. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. There, you know, some weeks you're the only one there. <laughs> you might be the only person at Beagle Bagel <laughs> and you start to question your whole life. But <laughs> then there are other times where you do see uh, that it does impact people. Yeah. And, and like you said, you could be the only one where, I mean, the only one there, um, that's definitely happened. I know I'm sure many who are listening to this podcast would be kind of, would be nodding their head, um, of planning, you know, a small group Bible study or some kind of event and no one shows up or it's not the turnout that you, you would hope for. Um, and so that can be discouraging, uh, but it's just interesting to, to be reminded the Lord is at work and the Lord will use these efforts. Um, and it's encouraging for you to, to give testimony to that. Another girl from that group, um, I've seen a lot of growth in her as well. She is um, one of my older students, and uh, there's just been a lot of growth in her. Uh, she uh, has really been a leader this year. She, My group now is about six or seven girls from there are just two of them left after the end of last school year but this student she actually recruited all these other girls to come to our group on Thursday mornings Um, so now it's a big group and she's also uh, just been coming to our junior high fellowship to serve and to love on those girls as well Um, so I think that um that time and the weekly discipleship of uh, being with them and being in the word and praying with them. Talk to me a little bit more about the, um, the structure of it. You, you get, you got into that a little bit and talking about some of the books. Um, how, how do you, you know, pick a, a various book uh, each semester? Well, just give us some logistics on that. That could be helpful for some others. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> Some of this comes from John Parrott instructing <laughs> me on what to do. Um, but uh, That was not a setup, by the way. I was not planning <laughs> on it. <laughs> well, what can you do? Um, 
Yeah, so very kind of informal in the beginning. Uh, people are sleepy and <laughs> sometimes they're late. So you're kind of waiting for people to get there. We meet at Beagle Bagel where you can just um, get in line and grab your food and sit back down. And so there's people going to get their food. And while somebody's getting food, you can be talking to another student. And so for the probably the first 30 minutes, it's just talking with them, uh, seeing how school's going and just that kind of stuff. And then um, doing something like reading J.C. Riles, A Call to Prayer, together, where they don't have to come prepared for it. I don't necessarily have to prepare for it because we're doing it together. Um, and that one was really good because I printed it all out for them. You could get it online for free, and I just printed it out, and we would just do a page or two each week. They could look at it. They could read it. They're not spacing out or anything like that because they have it in front of them. And then we would just spend a few minutes talking about it, what does that look like for our own lives and then taking prayer requests and sending them off to school. Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, a beneficial time with students. I mean, it can seem like a whirlwind because like you said, um, typically students are late. Um, you know, you, you definitely got some that have the personality um, where they'll get there, they'll beat you there, you know, but, um, <laughs> but oftentimes and, and, you know, defending them a little bit, students have insane schedules. And so they're, they're up That's late true. and all that. And so it's hard for them to get out of the bed. But, you know, by the time they finally get there and show up and by the time you they order food and it can just kind of, you know, you're flying through it. Um, but even just, you know, the fact that they got up early in the morning, I mean, that's an encouraging thing that they actually made the effort. And then they're hopefully hearing something, you know, some biblical truth or some um, something good just to, to reflect on for their day. So. Um, anyway, those are, have definitely been beneficial. Um, Molly, is there anything else you want to add to that? I think that's all I've got. All right. Thanks again, Molly. You're welcome. <laughs>